here to bust this groove. Bust the groove. Ah, uh, we're back. Back from Disney. Is that crabs on your shoulder? Or are you happy to see me? A little bit of both. <laughs> 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 Welcome to the next episode of VGXO. I'm your host, Daniel, aka Games. Joining me is the beautiful Pfeffer from the channel Pfeffer. And Hi. today we'll be discussing video games and video game news. Video and our games. trip to. Disney World. <laughs> we went to Disney. Yeah. All right. What's going on, Pfeffer? Feels like I haven't Hi. talked to you in forever. I know. It's been <laughs> so long. <laughs> well, on camera, yeah. I haven't talked to you this <laughs> way in forever. I mean, yeah, that's true. I'm dusting off my, my computer. It's been a long while. Um, Got to make our way back. So here we are. Yeah. I think we recorded our last episode like about two and a half weeks ago no three weeks ago yeah the third i think it was so yeah about two salt no not the third we left the third um so it's been like three weeks all right so but yeah, yeah i think it was like late january yeah it was it was the week before we left we didn't do it the week we left we wanted to but we didn't but anyway yeah, we wanted to we didn't yeah. but yeah much needed vacation much needed rest or lack thereof because we were in standing in lines in disney but you know it was a good time did you have a good time I had an amazing time. Absolutely. Disney is an absolute experience, expensive experience, but an, an amazing experience nonetheless. They make you feel like you spent your money well spent because they've got quality stuff. Like, look at this look, little snow guy here. <laughs> He's on my shoulder. How is that happening? Magic. But I love it. <laughs> oh, you're such a goober. I like that. Listen, this is like my my best thing that I bought the whole thing like to bring home. I think this is the the, the shit right here. This this is freaking awesome. Yeah. Sorry, I'm I'm just head over heels in love with my little Sebastian. I even met Ariel, and Ariel's like, "Oh look, you brought Sebastian. Thank you." So, <laughs> so the, I was squealing on the inside. My little inner inner Pfeffer from eight ten years old. That's always like. Dreamed of going to Disney, finally went to Magic Kingdom, so I was extremely ecstatic. Okay. No, that was great. No, I, I, I mean, <laughs> I did go growing up or whatever, Um, but pff, the last time I went to, like, Magic Kingdom was, I don't even remember. The last time I went to Florida, um, uh, I guess with my parents was back in, you know, when I was growing up was when I was like 16 years old. And I think we went to one park and I don't even remember what park that might've been, but <laughs> if we even went to a park, I think by that time, I don't even think we went anywhere. I can't remember now. Anyway, wow, it's been so long. But anyway, yeah, you know, if you haven't been to Disney, it's definitely an experience worth doing one time. Um, if you're thinking of planning a family or having a family, I mean, either way, even alone as adults, it's worth going just to check it out. It, it is an experience if you've never been to a theme park like that, because it's not just an amusement park. Like Great Adventures tries to have a theme, but it's mostly an amusement park. Or whatever. Mm -hmm. I know the rides do mm -hmm. have a theme, and you know you walk through like like the, I remember the Batman ride, and it's like you're walking through Gotham, but that's like nothing compared to like what they do at like Universal Studios or Disney, where it's like you walk through, and it's mm -hmm. like they want you to. F they, it's it, it kind of relates to video games because video games there's like you know there's called that there's that immersion, right? So it's like exactly it, you know when a game you know starts breaking or you know when you can see how the game works or something that breaks the immersion that's like you know whereas this they try so hard to immerse you in the world you, even when you're waiting online like waiting online is actually part yes. of the experience since you have to wait online anyway well you get to watch different videos they'll show like you know they start setting up the the reason for your ride Mm -hmm. or whatever mm -hmm. or like we want the the veloci coaster in in universal uh is based on uh jurassic park so you see you know uh mario i mean chris pratt there yeah uh, he goes, it's a me mario don't get on the ride because it's dangerous <laughs> oh my god <laughs> oh man if that wasn't such a good ride i would never ride that again just because if, no, he didn't you know and then it was all like off that was the only thing about that one the 
um he's talking he's in his whatever jurassic world uh character talking and then it's all out of sync remember it was all out I of know, sync it's and it's like, just like get the people out of there exactly and lips all moving out with nothing coming out it's like what the hell <laughs> but that was that was the best roller coaster in the entire park or the it best ride was. in the entire park yeah hated it kind of loved it it i feared for my life but it, it was really fun yeah <laughs> terrifying for very fun for universal though it's like you know one might say like oh there's not really a reason to go there but it's like if if you're a harry potter fan or even if you're not because i i we just started watching the movies for the first time ever yeah, never read we the just books started watching them um i you know we're up to the th we just watched uh prisoner of azkaban and you know we're mm -hmm. enjoying our time with it we're watching all the movies with the kids but we we only had seen the first one when we went and i didn't really care about harry potter but the rides are really awesome the I'm rides actually, are really good. Yeah, I have to say, like you really, you, I really felt like I walked through Green Gods, like watching it through the game because Hogwarts Legacy came out. I've been playing that, and um, which we can start saying, I guess you know, because we, if you, if you, hello, Hi. hello, hello. All right, that was weird. Yeah, yeah. I don't know technical difficulties. Um, if you listen to the show before you know that i usually we usually like to say what we play so we'll just start with that i've been playing hogwarts legacy and because of our time at universal or whatever and you know first because when i first booted up the game i had we hadn't watched the second movie yet and mm -hmm. um so seeing some of the stuff in the beginning of the game was really cool to see because it's like oh i remember that and Oh, you know, like you, you know, you start seeing some like the talking paintings that they had. Or you, you know, Hogsmeade, yeah. Diagon Alley. You know, it's like some of those things are mentioned in the game. And then we watch the second movie, and it's like now I'm, I, I'm, 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 oh my god, I can't talk. Hold on, it keeps uh, it keeps uh, muting me when I get too loud or something. I appreciated um the. Um, the movies i'm appreciating the movies a little bit more simply because of the, those rides and the, our experience there mm -hmm. so yeah it was really good and then seeing in the movies seeing hogsmeade in the movies and it's like exactly how they designed it in the in the theme park was freaking mm -hmm. awesome it's like oh shit look at this it's amazing the detail that they have in all of the rides for you and not even the rides but every just the whole town while you're walking around waiting walking over to the rides and everything yeah exactly like, like you're the immersion in, you're is in there absolutely yeah there. yeah yeah buying butter beer you know they have the candy store that exists in in the movies like it's really cool it was really cool and like i said why i'm appreciating the movie simply because of this so it's like it it mm -hmm. works the marketing works it really does all, the, all that money <laughs> it works <laughs> yeah so so yeah so you know, like I said, so, uh, but I gotta say, as somebody who didn't grow up with Hogwarts Legacy, I have no nostalgia for, for this, um, besides our new experience, uh, it's, mm -hmm. I gotta say the game is great, it's a great game, I know you haven't really touched it yet, um, but, I haven't, yeah, but I gotta say, uh, running around, doing the wizard stuff, you're doing, learning the spells, I mean, if you really, really, really analyze it, I mean, there's a lot of heat, you know, Hogwarts has gotten a lot of heat this last because of, you know the person who created the the uh the ip and you know things like that but um i still ended up getting it and and uh i gotta say like you know a, a lot of times you know you'll read like kataku's stated like oh you know it's it's a magical surface rotten in the core and i'm like uh you know like i know a lot of that is bias coming from the bias or or whatnot of you know from the ip creator and it's like, you know, so they a lot of these publications are kind of like shitting on the game and making it seem like it's mid or whatever. And I'm like, hey, that nostalgia is the one thing that's controlling people's love for it. And I'm like, I, I don't agree with that because I have no nostalgia for it. And as a game, <laughs> it's great. It's, a, it's, it's doing its job, I think, of what it would be to be a wizard in a video game. Like it relies on magic, um, running around. Mm -hmm. The world is really detailed and nice looking. Like Hogwarts is nice looking. Like, you know, like you'd be walking, you see the painting or one of the paintings like playing like a, an instrument. And, you know, there's little secrets to find their way to use your spells. And, and, you know, it's it's a lot of cool stuff. And as we watch through the movies, I'm appreciating the game because I'm watching the movies. But as a game, I think it's it's doing a good job and i i i recommend if you're not somebody who's you know caught up with everything that's been going on around it and you you're still interested in playing it i definitely recommend playing the game it's really awesome um 
but yeah other than that uh what you been what you been playing i played hey pikmin what and i finally beat it hey pikmin what's that on the 3ds Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you playing a retro game? No, I'm we just brought it back. A retro, retro 2017 retro. <laughs> 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 but I had a I had a really good time with Hey Pikmin. Um, it's it satisfied my Pikmin hunger. At first, I was just like, it's not the same, but it was really fun flicking my Pikmin with the stylus mm-hmm. as I'm going. And I love the fact that on the 3DS, they made it possible because you just go left and right. That's all you need to do. So they made it accessible for lefties like myself. Let's go lefties. And you can use the the buttons, the A, B, A, B, no, not even the, the A, B, X, Y buttons, the X and the B mm-hmm. for you to go backwards and forwards and backwards and forwards when then you can use the other hand for the stylus. So obviously with the right hands like that. So I thought it was that was it's a great detail and it made it so much easier because I mean it's been a while since I played 3DS so I don't know if right. all the games really do that or anything like that but I appreciated it it made it much easier to play through and uh it was it was definitely a fun gameplay even though at the, towards the end I was just kind of tired of it there were nine worlds by the way Oh it was nine okay It was nine worlds I was on world 7 I'm telling games I'm like damn it's just taking a bit a, a bit over here he's like it's probably eight knowing nintendo and i'm like yeah like mario three eight no no it was nine but it was still very very fun the the little bosses in there were were fun to to fight they weren't it wasn't very hard of a game right um but i will admit i did die a few times on certain bosses um right. but it was definitely fun it was definitely fun what was that it's understandable yeah, losing. yeah. Like if a game, if you never lose in a game, it means the game is, could be a little too easy. Exactly, exactly. But yeah, it was definitely a good time for me, and um, I'm looking forward to the next Pikmin. <laughs> and that's great because Pikmin, <laughs> you know, four is coming out soon. So hell yeah, hell yeah. So that's perfect. But that's really all I've been playing. Aside from what, before we went on the trip, I played the Mr. Saito demo. And um, I played a little bit of the new, uh, the new uh, Rockwin on the new build. Right, right. Um, But that's not coming out till March. So keep an eye out for those. All right. But yeah. Oh, that's, that's awesome. It. But yeah, and for me, I... I... I haven't really played much else. Like, you know, I jump into, I dabble in like little things here and there. I always like throw on my Steam Deck or something. I was playing on the 3D, a little bit on the 3DS, um, some Ocarina of Time. I want to finish that damn game already. Um, uh, every time I've picked it up, I never really get very far in it. Uh, but yeah. Um, but that's all I've, I haven't really been playing much else. I actually need to spend like a good chunk of time on Hogwarts and like really like, you know, get some time in because uh new games are coming out like tons of new games like like a dragon ishin that just came out yesterday mm-hmm. or today this is the 18th or so i think yesterday and it's like we you know again if you've been listening to us regularly you know we love yakuza we stand yakuza games or like a dragon games uh we stand rgg <laughs> yeah you know me exactly <laughs> so definitely want to be i definitely want to get some game time with that game um uh you know but i want to finish i want to finish hogwarts i got i forgot to finish hogwarts or whatever um and then maybe i'll, I'll you know that could be next because there's so much crap coming out it's, it's ridiculous there's tons tons and then there's updates to things like uh so we're gonna move on to moving on to the news now a, a huge update is coming to pokemon scarlet and violet now this kind of makes me sad because again like i said there's so much stuff to play and then there's updates and there's updates coming out but then it's i don't i don't see anything where anything like uh stuttering or frame rates or anything is being fixed i think like that's just not going to be a thing and um or it's going to be like maybe when the when the if if and when the dlcs come out i feel like that's maybe when they'll fix all that stuff 
But right now it's a lot of other bug fixes I've seen. So there's like, you know, there's some things that with the rating and and uh the way you you interact with like um like renaming your Pokemon or items they're holding, there's gonna be there's a lot of little things that, that are are being changed, but I don't think I saw much of a performance thing uh of change other than then then uh, wasn't it what other than what? Um so I forgot now. I'm sorry, because I feel like I had seen something that they were saying that they they were going to fix like the performance issues by spawning less monsters. That was what the headline said, but that was a small that's not that's that's a little misleading. So is it? Oh I stupid. It's it's performance with with certain areas that cause that cause the game to restart itself will will have less monsters spawn in those specific areas where the game will will crash. That's where they're gonna oh, spawn so less not monsters even. not that like the general fixes are gonna be spawning less monsters i don't think so i mean i think i think maybe they're telling us the causes of those of, of maybe some of the stutter and slowdown and who knows maybe when they do up there maybe it will just fix it because there's less memory being used or something but maybe and not like 20 million dittos in one spot yeah or like this i think guy's... i think i think while you're in battle like they're gonna have less monsters running through the battle thing like that. so may, maybe maybe the fixing that what they're saying they're gonna fix spawning less monsters will uh, will be a general thing that fixes overall you know the 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 slowdown issues that mm -hmm. game can get very slow we've seen it and it gets real like nasty sometimes yeah it's um, weird because even that's kind of affected my nausea Mm -hmm. even the slightest so then i have to kind of slow down on it Mind yeah plays great otherwise except for when it stutters it stutters yeah that part sucks mm -hmm. um you put that next link in there right what's the oh, yes i did so the final fantasy 14 fan fest 2023 has been announced it's gonna be in las vegas so they're also going to be over there. So didn't, isn't TwitchCon supposed to be in Las TwitchCon Vegas? TwitchCon has also recently been announced to be in Las Vegas. Uh, so they must. So Las Vegas must open uh, wherever they're doing these things. They must have lowered their price or something. It must be like the the place to right? go. Yeah. Exactly. So it'll be in July, July twentieth to the 29th. Tickets are going to be two hundred dollars, one ninety nine plus taxes and fees. Um, there is going to be a lottery system. The way the tickets are happening. So you can't just go in and buy your tickets. No, you, it'll be just like the housing system. You'll, you'll, um, I guess, opt in. They'll pick, they'll pick out numbers on like March 3rd or something. I forgot the date exactly, but mm -hmm. you have this following week, the 18th, February 18th to the 25th to, to go into, to, um, into the lottery. Then if you are chosen, then you'll get like a code and, when the tickets open up, then with your code, you can uh, purchase up to two tickets. Mm. Up to two tickets. Um, so then oh, it's wow. a, obviously, for those that don't know, Final Fantasy XIV uh, Fan Fest is a two-day event. Um, anybody who does go, it's gonna, they're going to have, they're going to see a performance that's not going to be streamed, a super exclusive performance. Oh, oh. I know. And a physical goodie bag with a bunch of go? things. Ah. I'm going. Sorry. You stay here. And no. we could because it's, it's summertime. Kids can stay with my folks. Like, we should just go. We have other things to go to. <laughs> what, in July? <laughs> Oh, no, not in July. What are you talking about? We're going. I don't know. I want to go. Bye. Well, let's see if you win that, that lottery system put, first. I'm going to go put that two, your 200 on black. Oh. At, the, at, the, <laughs> at the roulette tables. <laughs> going to come back with no pants. I lost it. I lost it all. <laughs> I, had to get, I had to cash in my other ticket. The other $200 no. ticket. I had to do questionable things to get back home um <laughs> we'll just walk in on each other's shoulders with the trench coat the long trench coat <laughs> hello i'm here to see mr final fantasy <laughs> for some reason it's it's <laughs> you, you you talk like you, you put on that voice even though you don't have to hello. 
<laughs> oh man it sucks though so you know we've been playing final fantasy for years and whenever there's a new expansion that's gonna drop that's when the fan festivals start they only they only come when there's you know after an expansion is dropped it's usually the following mm -hmm. year and uh but because of the pandemic because of the, the them changing their practices on how on how they're uh, doing this and crunch plus he's making final fantasy 16 there is going to be no final fantasy 14 this year they're typically every 18 months there's usually a final fantasy game that comes out uh i mean expansion that comes out it's been like that for the for all those for all five expansions and this is gonna be the first time that it's not so it's like ugh. so i'm predicting if we go by history normally the first fan fest is around october november and with the expansion launching in around june july so if i had to take a, a wild guess i would say that this is this game will pro this the, the next expansion um which will probably be announced in July um, during the first, the first, in Vegas, that's probably where they're going to announce it. Um, mm -hmm. It will probably, I, I bet you anything, it's going to be in March. I would say that's usually around, that's about seven months out from, from that fan fest. And it's the end of July on top of that. So it's usually about six, seven months out. So that's about February to March. So I say the latest we, we, we get a March um, uh, a release date. If not February, if now if it goes until June, I'll be highly surprised that it went that far. And the only reason why it could go a little further out, I would say, the absolute latest would be April, is only because final. We don't know. We don't have a hard date yet for Final Fantasy 16. But they did say winter mm -hmm. 2023. They didn't say winter 2024. So that means is That's it coming true. out the week before Christmas, which is kind of weird. But if if it's really gonna be in winter. Or do they mean when it gets cold or the winter season, which I guess starts in November for a lot of people and for a lot of businesses. So mm -hmm. I, it's probably November um, when 16 comes out. I mean, seven, seven comes out. 16 is in the summertime. Seven part two is in the wintertime. Excuse me. Oh, um, right. Okay. Yeah, I said that wrong. I'm, I said I'm, that backwards. Yeah, yeah. Seven is two. Part two is coming out in winter 2023. Um, so, yeah. So I have a feeling they, you know, that's why you know, 14 is not going to come out because seven is coming out uh, around that time. So you're not, you know, they want that game to sell. They don't want a massive expansion to come out around the same time. So mm -mm. I would say if, it, if seven part two comes out in November, then we'll get, uh, you know, three months seems about right uh, to me. And I, so I would say February, March, we get, we get, uh, we get the expansion, but I guess, you know, time will tell. Time will tell, especially since we're on a break right now with it yeah but we shall return um hey, what does our break have to do with the release date hmm? you said we we're on a break from it uh expansion the, the other final fantasy 14 expansion oh whatever anyway um so this past week uh what you call it so people were really bummed this last couple of weeks because apparently, you know, it came out that uh, Apex, something called Titanfall Legends was go was going to be released. What it was going to be was a, uh, they were trying to, they were going to try to replicate what they do with Call of Duty in the sense that you have Modern Warfare 2 and you have Warzone, right? And they're separate from each other. Modern Warfare is is all you know multiplayer maps with different game modes like team deathmatch and control and and capture the flag and all that good stuff right and then you have something like then you have the br component to it so they were going to do that with titanfall have a single player game that included some of the some of the apex legends they were going to bring back bt which was the big robot from uh, you which again you if ever have to play uh, I know. Continue your game of and finish that. It's only like four hours. It's so quick and it's so worth it. But they were gonna bring back wall running. They were gonna bring back the the robots. They were gonna do all that, and that was gonna be it's it's like single play like with a story and I and I'm assuming maybe game modes or whatever. But I think what they did is they scrap. They're scrapping that and they're and they're probably just and you know uh, Apex Legends just released a permanent uh uh game uh tdm team deathmatch game mode on uh, that you can play right now um 
for the next like 10 well maybe at this point probably like 18 more days of it until they switch that game mode off for another permanent game mode you know it's gonna be on a rotation but either way that sucks a lot of people i'm upset i'm like damn like you know a uh, titanfall story is, well, is all everybody wanted you know, know. It, it didn't even have to be titanfall 3 you know it, you know they just want more titanfall story which would have been great but the actually the the guy who created titanfall and apex legends um chad grenier i think is his name he's actually he actually left back in tw late 2021 and so he actually uh and they just announced i think yesterday or the day before yesterday on the 16th they just announced a new studio wildlight entertainment and it's gonna they it's it's already 10 guys and girls um women um <laughs> 10 men and women that are joining <laughs> the 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 fray there um who are gonna and they're developing a new ip i just thought that was exciting because time falls a, a much beloved game you know apex legends is another beloved game he helped create respawn um and now he's going out to create a brand new ip and i think that's amazing you know i'm like mm -hmm. bring that mm -hmm. shooting you know to 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 another ip that great you know feeling of, of shooting uh up you know the guns and stuff Man, that sounds exciting. If you're if you're a fan of Apex or or Timefall, that's something to keep an eye out, keep an ear out. Wildlight Entertainment, you know, keep whatever they release. I want. I'm very interested to see what they're gonna come up with. That should be cool. Mhm. Mm mhm. Mm but yeah, you can cover the next one if you want to talk about some so of the now, stuff there. While we were away on vacation, Nintendo very rudely went ahead and put out a new Nintendo Direct. Right, that was very offensive. We were on vacation, Nintendo. How, How dare. dare you? Mm-hmm. So, so, um, just a, a few, a few honorable mentions because we're not going to really, at this point, you've more than likely already went and checked out what they announced, all that stuff, the new Mario Kart levels, including like a new Yoshi thing with the new tracks on the Wave 4 for Mario Kart. Um, but, so of course, those of you who already love Metroid, Metroid Prime Remastered was announced and that came out same day. The physical should be coming out soon. Um, we love Katamari Reroll. That's one of my favorites. Um, they're going to release that on the Switch at some point uh pikmin 4 hello they finally did it they finally announced it july 21st for that and of course last but not least from our again honorable mentions tears of the kingdom legend of zelda tears of the kingdom may 12th still on that same uh, release date they did put out a new trailer and it looks good looks good <laughs> <laughs> That was a big deal, that Metroid Prime. So that Metroid Prime, if you didn't know, uh, so the uh, one of the uh, podcasts I listen to is is part of the Giant Bomb Game Mess Mornings, which is J Jeff Grubb. Jeff Grubb is an insider who always, like, uh, um, oh. <laughs> lets information out and all that. He's has he's like a big insider who's who's who does you know pretty much when there's a lot of news that comes out. Or whenever he mentions something on his podcast, which which has been happening the last couple of years, it's like full mm -hmm. news stories come out just from him casually talking. As I'll hear it in the car, I'm driving, and he'll say something. Oh yeah, I think it's from this. I I heard something, and then I hear I see full news stories about some little thing he mutters in in that shit. So, mm -hmm. um, so he heard that uh, Metroid Prime was coming out, and 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 he had heard it from a bunch of places. It was supposed to drop before Christmas, and good old Nintendo gave him the the finger on that he said if it doesn't come out i'll shave my head and he he was known for his freaking thick ass hair the dude has a yeah, lot of he hair had a lot of hair <laughs> and he sh yeah, he had to yeah. shave all his hair off because of the damn metroid prime thing so that was pretty wild that that shit happened um I, but i think you know he donated it i, I think if it's not still in the party that he got cut at <laughs> and oh my uh goodness it's actually a pretty funny story like they were there drinking they made a whole event out of it he had his partner mike minotti there and then he thought that mike mike thought he was supposed to be the one someone's like you know i'm actually a barber i can just cut it off for him and he's like and mike was like no nah, i'll do it i'm supposed to do it and he does a hack job until it doesn't tell doesn't tell grub that he has a uh uh there's an actual barber in the house until after he like does a hack job on his head he's like wait there's a barber here <laughs> and so he got him to do this and he fixed up his hair but i was like oh my god like 
That was pretty oh hilarious. And then he like then he then he forgets the hair in a bag there, so it was just like sitting in the guy's house or garage for like two weeks. So it was like ridiculous. But I think he ultimately I think he ultimately uh donated it. But yeah, that that was pretty crazy <laughs> that you know he was sure it was supposed to come. He was like so sure it was gonna come. I was like like I've I've asked a bunch of people that I trust, blah blah blah, and you know, and, and Nintendo Nintendo's known for that though. I, they, they canceled a, a live action Netflix Zelda because they leaked. So you know, if this leaked and they know and they you know apparently he's been in like Nintendo jail for some shit. I don't even know the full story, um, <laughs> but. I could see that happening, like news reports saying, "Oh, a Metroid Prime is supposed to come out." According to Jeff Grubb, and Nintendo's like, "Now nah, you know what? Push that shit back." We're Nintendo. We're exactly. Nintendo. Like, no, you're gonna say nothing. We need to <laughs> sell more for our fiscal year. So, um, and speaking of that, uh, well, one one of the other big things they forgot to mention and put down here for the direct is the Game Boy emulation now and uh, Game Boy Advance being added to Nintendo Online. Oh, right, right, right. Yes. Yeah. Sorry, I I was Pikmin Four is more important. I mean, you're right, you're right, you're right. But you know, if you want to play, if you if you've been waiting for um, Game Boy Advance or Game Boy to show up, finally there are a list of games. I don't have the list here, um, you, you know. But if you're, you know, I think I think the the base, um, uh, if you pay for the base online, um, you get the Game Boy, and you need the the annual fifty dollar online to pay for, or the you know the additional what was it twenty five dollars? I think it comes out to. To get to mm-hmm. use Game Boy Advance, you know, so, so, uh, so yeah, and they have like a nice little list of games there, so you know, it was pretty cool to see that. I think you know, mm-hmm. or what? I want to nah. say like, uh, I want to say Tetris. Oh, but Mario Land Two, the six golden coins, and Tetris, yeah, are, are definitely going to be on there. So those are definitely two really good games. Exactly. So, yep. So be on the lookout for that for more stuff. But that's cool. Um, mm-hmm. This past week, also, oh, I guess yeah, I guess you wanted to mention speaking, that. Speaking, mentioning Tetris, yeah, sorry, I just kind of, I'm like, wait a minute. Um, speaking of Tetris, don't forget they did show a trailer for the new Tetris uh, movie biopic on Apple TV. That's going to be streaming on uh, uh, Apple TV March 31st. That's so. I'm I'm super excited for that because this is going to be this biopic first of all they don't have a whole lot of bio you know biopics on video games so we're getting like like almost like a you know like a music you know how they have the music biopics or whatever yes. you know so it's like we're getting that for like a famous video game and what mm-hmm. like like me and you were talking about offline i think one of the coolest things is is that you don't tell the you don't tell the tetris story without telling the game boy story because mm-hmm. the game boy mm-hmm. is the tetris and Game Boy go hand in hand on their success. Like Tetris, which was as successful as it was because the Game Boy and vice versa, the Game Boy was as successful as it was because of Tetris. You know, like yeah. everybody bought that because Tetris was addicting. It was new. It was easy it to get was into. The game. That was the game. In my household, we had the one Game Boy yep. with the clunky ass power supply, and we were between Are me you and my you brother had the power and supply? My, we had the big old power supply yeah yeah <laughs> plugged uh, it in yeah we just playing there <laughs> <Yeah>, sure <laughs> we were going at it we were going at it we were going for for high scores so when you saw it was it was one of us we were all hogging it it was like i said my mother my brother and myself we were just taking hours hours yeah. Yeah, Tetris. That it looks really good. It really it, it shows the the old president uh, at the time, uh, uh, Yamauchi or whatever. Uh, it, it's crazy. It shows a lot. I'm really excited for that movie. I'm definitely gonna definitely check that out um, when Heck it drops yeah. in March because I'm hyped for that. Yeah, I already know mm-hmm. a lot about how that happened because um, if you want to see a, like a really well done documentary, um, uh, the gaming historian on YouTube does a lot of uh retro documentaries really well done um they they've written articles about him several times you know because he's done like covered things for the first time like how the esrb was created things like that and um you know so definitely check that out if you're interested in 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 video game history and like myself i love video game history it's always so mm-hmm. interesting to see how things came to be and 
you know what yeah you know how how the how like something like new ideas just blew up into like franchises that are like you know like i love hearing about that type of stuff exactly you know exactly. so but um but yeah you know moving on the next game uh that came out this week is wild hearts um which is the fortnite monster hunter uh game <laughs> you know it's it's yes. it's monster hunter it would a, a more japanese setting by the people who made Dynasty Warriors, that was something that I just realized this week. It's the same team that did Dynasty Warriors. So, hmm. um, yeah, so they made Dynasty Warriors 9, which wasn't very good, and this is their next game, though. So they actually stepping stepped away from Dynasty Warriors to do uh, to do uh, Wild Hearts, which apparently it's a really great game. It's just that it's running like complete crap right now. Oh. Yeah. That's so a shame. It, it really is because I was in, interested. So, I mean, it in my so own good. like twisted way, I'm kind of happy because I'm still playing Hogwarts Legacy. Uh, I almost <laughs> said Double Dragon because you you'd be saying that, but um, uh, like a dragon, <laughs> like a dragon, Ishin. <laughs> that one, that one uh, uh, is also coming. Also came out this week, so I'm just like, ah, oh, so much game. So it's like, good, be broken for now. Let's let a patch come out. And that way, I don't have to feel so bad buying a broken game. Maybe it'll even be on sale by the time I... I, I really hope it's successful enough, though, because it looks really awesome. Like, again, mm -hmm. if you haven't heard of it, it's it's very, it's very pretty much Monster Hunter. It looks very much like it, but the, the change in this one is that there's more... There's It has kind of like a crafting... Um, uh, survival element like like almost like a survival game where you know you chop trees and and you have to get your resources and you can um some of the maps you can build your own structures on these maps kind of like they, so awesome. it was compared to like a death stranding if you played death stranding you know in your world and on the map you know you can build um uh uh let's say for example that's the same as uh zip lines you can build zip lines in in wild hearts that's it, you know, and they'll stay there. Like they, they're permanent structures that you leave there. So the next time you find a monster in that area, your structures are there. So camps That's for so resting, cool. yeah, camps for resting. Um, like I said, uh, uh, like maybe uh, things, contraptions that you build, you know, that that aren't broken, or you know, things to help you climb up higher, or or like like I just said, um, I think huts to rest in and and zip lines to travel around better, and it stays there. So it's like you get to customize the map. Which makes it really cool because that means when you jump That's into awesome. other people's games, you know, it might be a little more unique in their game. I think it's a really nice twist. And I think that's a great idea. Yeah. That whole concept. Yeah. It's absolutely. really cool. So I'm like, yeah, it's about time, like another, and it's by EA published this, you know, which is kind of weird to hear. But yeah, EA, this is considered an EA original. So okay. um, I think, you know, if it's not on your radar, definitely check that out because it looks freaking awesome. Besides the performance issues. And it's performance <laughs> issues are, are widespread, so just keep that in mind. They are aware. They already mentioned they're going to they're gonna update. You know, there's going to be, you know, bug fixes, which I'm sure there will be. So I'll be playing um, Hogwarts until that time comes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, speaking of Broken Hearts, uh, Activision <laughs> and Blizzard is to implement uh, freaking Return to Office. And people are mad. They're like, I want to go back to the office. Nobody wants to work in the office. I know. Working from home has gotten everybody so used to just not getting dressed. I'm like, I got to put <laughs> pants on just to sit next to Bob who stinks. Um, right? Come on. You, you, you can't lie. Don't tell me you haven't gone on a Zoom call only dressed from this half up. And booty shorts or pajama shorts. No, whatever my booty you shorts. Yeah, you're right. Definitely in the booty shorts. Hello, I am a great worker. And don't <laughs> stand up. Yeah, they're 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 <laughs> upset. Though, but out of all the complaining, I think some of the stupidest complaints though out of that was like people have moved away, and I'm like, all right, that's a you problem. Yeah, that's silly. Like the people, and then they're like, oh, and, they, and what about the people they hired out of state? I'm like, yeah, those people probably have a contract or some kind of terms to their work service. So, mm -hmm. uh, I'm sure that they were probably knew this was going to come at some point. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. so that's why i'm like exactly. shut up like I, it does suck don't get me wrong it sucks i'm sure if you know your it job does. can be it works very well remotely but there's a lot of rent that's been paid to offices with nobody in it i'm sure they want butts back in those offices but yep. sorry activision blizzard employees i feel for you i have a mm -hmm. job that requires me to be on the road so i don't even even during the pandemic i was in the streets 
I was on the front lines. I was on the streets. Yeah. Um, while we're getting ready to record, though, uh, uh, Lies of P um, got a new trailer. Um, oh, yeah. It looked kind of interesting. What did you think of it? Um, I, I, I liked it. It's I've even from the first trailer that we've seen a, a few different times, it's got this dark feel to it. And it's very uh, like Elden Ring and. I want to right. go kill some weird, crazy looking monsters. It's it looks interesting. I'm scared and I, I'm I definitely want to jump into that. Yeah, it looks it looked interesting. <laughs> I wish they would have showed some new gameplay on this one, but yeah. But the good thing is it got an August release date. This is the first time that it's gotten a, a release date uh, or yes. at least a release window because it didn't give an actual day. But August, mm-hmm. at least we get the month, and that's not bad. So good. I'm glad it's not next week or anything. It's something. Cause... <laughs> right, it would be next week. <laughs> um, oh, you can go goodness. on to the next one. Did oh, you put that, so right? yes, I did. Sorry, I didn't. I was pulling up something else really quick because I noticed something else. Um, so Marvelous Europe and Exceed, those who are used to, you might know them from Story of Seasons, Rune Factory 3, uh, Grand Blue Fantasy. Um, they've gone and announced a game from Battle Brew Productions called Cuisineer. So it's a roguelike cooking indie game. And uh, you're, it kind of looks like an overhead, kind of like, a, um, what was it? Crossy Road? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that better better more details in the graphics right um and it's it's really cute looking so you see in the trailer you see your character kind of like jumping from one platform to the next and then you're like killing chicken and all that stuff but you you go through different dungeons you do uh, obviously you do fighting you you get a bunch of different recipes you take quests and then you go and do the quest i guess maybe um fetch quests maybe i don't know Whatever they may be, but it looks like it's a lot of fun, and I I really hope because this looks really cool. This is my first time checking it out. I saw it a little earlier today, and it, it I just hope it just uh I don't know sounds hope it sounds you know I don't know you know how you have the the the, the gamey bits that really sound good and they add to your immersion right. of the game. No, absolutely. I hope it sounds good. Right. I know you know, but yeah, I hope that's all good because more it's more like um. Like let's say when you play Forager, right? And you, you hear all those noises and you're like ding and bring, and it's it's stuff to just get you into the game. I hope it's very much like that because that's what it looks like. Yeah, so a lot, a lot of uh, hits hitting those dopamine uh, receptors. Yeah, real hard. Yeah. yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> so that they just announced that a little earlier today. Um, so definitely take a look at that. Definitely take a look at that. Yeah. Um. And the long-running battle <laughs> with uh, between PlayStation and Xbox, some more information came out recently. So when when Game Pass first like blew up, like you know Phil Spencer was like, "Oh, when people play games on Game Pass, so, you know it actually increases the sale of the game because then they go when it leaves Game Pass, they go on to buy the game." Apparently, uh, <laughs> that's not true, <laughs> or at least not all of that is true. It seems like they actually admitted that game sales uh, take take a hit by a redacted uh percentage it actually says redacted in the document oh my goodness (laughs) i can see that it must be a a high number if it was like five percent fifteen percent it's probably like forty percent forty to if i take a guess it's forty to fifty percent you know reduction in game sales on on the platform because especially when it comes out on pc as well i'm like why i'm sure a lot of people don't buy it with 25 million subscribers I'm sure a lot of people are just going to play it, are not going to buy the game. Why? I can just play it here. Exactly. Do you know how many people... I mean, because... Okay, let's be real about Game Pass. A lot of games that are on Game Pass, if they're just... uh, If they don't have multiple replay value, you're playing through it, you're... the, The achievement hunters are getting all the achievements, doing everything in it within a few days. Mm-hmm. maybe a week like the real like super hardcore gamers that are really like going in every day so like it really depends on on that because like let's say what we played i played yakuza zero on game pass then they took it out for a bit and i was like oh crap and then i bought it for like five bucks on sale and then they brought it back again yeah. <laughs> so you're not always gonna get some games that are are really that 
that worth it to go ahead and buy it exactly some then... games yeah it will but you're right it's like that you get a discount which is cool like if you're a game pass subscriber you get you but that's the discounts through the the windows store so it's like i'm i don't want to yeah. buy games on you know to the windows store um yeah. i think game pass needs a few more features i think i think they're they need to take their launcher a little more seriously um mm -hmm. because if mm -hmm. you think about it it's another launcher you know everyone hates launchers but the game pass launcher is you know they need to really add in like social features like make people want to be there um like like on steam steam has a lot of social features a lot of different mm -hmm. things the store is prominent you know that's another thing like make the make the store a little bit more fun to, and to easy and easy to navigate you know when you enter game pass you know like your library should be your purchases and your i mean i don't know i don't i think that's how it does work like whatever you've purchased sits there but i don't know it just feels like it doesn't feel that that comprehensive and i feel like that's part of the reason why like you know why would i why am i gonna buy the game there once it leaves i'm going to steam you know mm -hmm. and yeah, exactly. i mean i'm sure third parties don't care about that that's why xbox is probably doesn't care either they're probably like well here day and date or whatever um and i'm sure they have to share that information like okay when you come to us we have to let you know like you're probably going to get half the sales and i'm sure that's how they make up for it like we're going to give you know we're not going to give you you know i guess i guess like it's a mix it must be a mix of like how much you projected sales how much you're going to lose out by that and how much here we're going to guarantee this so if you're going to if you think you're going to sell 100 copies of a game right I'm sure, and they'd say, okay, well, that's going to be dropped by 40%, or let's say 50%, just to make it easier. You know, we'll we'll give you 35% of the cash you, you might lose out on, guaranteed. You know, it's probably how it works. Because mm -hmm. they're not going to mm -hmm. give you half the money, like this bullshit, you know what I mean? No, I'm sure it'd be like, you know, it's kind of like, here's the deal. This is guaranteed. You can take 35% or take the risk, you know, on sales. You know what I mean? Which could be worse than taking that 35 projection you know what i mean so i'm sure like mm -hmm. that's why that's what sucks though it's like a lot of day one games and this is something that like i feel like xbox or microsoft themselves should probably be easy with is don't anybody who's willing to put a day one on there don't let it be a mediocre game like let that shit be like a yeah. you know like a because they know when it's going to be a bad game when a game doesn't get its embargo uh, lifted until 24 hours before release date it's going to be a, a mediocre game it's either full of bugs or it's not a very good game and mm -hmm. that's usually how it works so i feel like not that they release anything buggy on game pass but which i'm not you know i'm not sure if they do or they don't but a game that like they know that's in you know when they've done play tests that they know it's not very good it's probably not going to do very really well you know i feel like microsoft should sometimes say you know what then no we don't want this game here because we need to stop that stigma. You know what I mean? They don't exactly. release enough of their own heavy hitters to justify the crap that gets on there day one. You know what I mean? Now, if, if you, you yes. know, so that's what they need to work on stopping. I know they're not, they're going to take what they can get at this point, you know, especially if it's oh, something with buzz around it, you know, like the way out outriders, you know, was on game pass day. That was a pretty big deal, but that's because I feel like that's because square didn't think it was going to sell well. So they said, you know what? We'll take, we'll take the guaranteed 35%. Instead of, you know, because they know they're going to lose sales, you know? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. for me, I feel like at this point, Microsoft truly needs to come up with their own Steam Deck, you know, Windows machine. Something that's like gutted enough to, to run any Windows game, you know, but, you know, that, you know, like their own Surface, you know, gamepad or whatever that can run mm -hmm. the games locally. Not this fucking cloud crap that they, that's their only solution. The yeah, that yeah. Logitech shit. Like stop that mm -hmm. shit. Like you know, like you don't. Like that's that's the problem. What makes this Steam Deck so so nice is that you have both options. I can stream a game beautifully from my PC. I can stream a game. Yes. You know, if you if you finagle it, which Microsoft actually gives you step by step instructions how to do how to do this. You can actually put Cloud Game Pass uh, X Cloud on your Steam Deck. You know, and and I can run ninety nine percent of games locally. You know what I mean? Like like whether they're playable or not you know what i mean i can run them locally and even games that are, aren't allowed allowing you to stream i can still at least stream the game in, in my house like like uh call of duty for example you know which i have, I have to actually try to see how much how bad the latency is but um <laughs> but that's what i'm saying like i can play most games 
locally and that's the problem that i feel like uh uh is with xcloud it's like you can own, and the other thing that i feel like they should have they should copy from they should totally copy from uh stadia if there's anything to be taken away from stadia is that stadia gave you the best pc version of a game when you use xcloud mm -hmm. you're getting the xbox version of the game why am i getting if i want to play um uh, a Plague's Tale Requiem, right? The beautiful, gorgeous sequel. That game is gorgeous. Mm -hmm. On it Xbox, is. it only was running at max, I think, 40 FPS or something. It, you know, I think max. I think it might have been updated since then, but let's just pretend when they launched, it was 30 to 40 FPS. If I stream that, why am I streaming the Xbox version? Why not stream the PC version that's also on Game Pass and allow me to play like that? Because that way I'm getting, you know, I mean, I guess it undermines the 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 Series X a little bit. Maybe that's is that what it is? That's probably what it is, that right? That might be it. Yeah. Cause then it's like, damn, like you can, Why I can get an, a Series X when I can play it great here. I can play the better versions on XCloud, I guess. But then you're not playing it locally. You know, you know, see there's still there's still an incentive there. I don't know. I, I think that's my problem. It's like you you know. I don't know. I, they have to figure that out. I guess. I guess that is yeah. the problem, you know, or whatever. I think, but I still think the pe like, you know, the. I think if you're gonna stream it, there's still there's still latency. It's still not gonna look as good. But if it means mm -hmm. if, if it's there's like, hey, you know what? It runs at 30 on the on the Series X or 40 on the Series X. But if you stream it, you you know, there's a little degradation, but you'll get a faster frame rate if that's what you want. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe mm -hmm. even have it at medium settings, but make the frame rates a little faster through xCloud. Like, I don't know. I feel like they could do it. They want subscribers. That would be a good reason for subscribers. That's you know? a good incentive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like I would subscribe. I would say subscribe if that was the case. Make it like, make it like Stadia. They need that wi a Wi-Fi controller as well for lowered latency that Stadia and, and Luna does. Um, because Amazon does the same thing. They have a proprietary yeah. Wi-Fi controller that allows you to play their, uh, you know, Amazon Luna cloud games. And mm -hmm. it's supposed to have lower latency. I didn't really feel it, but apparently it's supposed to have lower latency with that. So, yeah, but that's my rant on, on uh, Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, Xbox. Your favorite. Turn mine on. I know, right? <laughs> it's been a while. My baby's cold. You should turn it on <laughs> and play. Power Wash Sim. <laughs> so, Power Wash Sim fans, we're getting a cool ass update. Final Fantasy VII Midgar Anniversary. So you're gonna be getting some some cool scenes up in there. You're gonna have Midgar stuff. You're gonna have different familiar familiar uh backgrounds here that you're gonna start cleaning up and making them bright and shiny hell yeah and, so, I, I think and it's a free, free update you. free expansion right. i was gonna say i Sorry. think the price is the other good part of that <laughs> the price is definitely good if you've already got the game or you go and get it on game pass then it's gonna be a free update it'll be coming out on march 2nd this year so not even a month away right now so nice mm, because what was the last one it had a Tomb Raider crossover. Oh yeah, Tomb Raider. <laughs> I didn't even know about that. <laughs> yeah, that one didn't was. Um, that's because Square, Square. I guess at the time when this was getting created, uh, still owned um the the IP. Oh, you know, I didn't even realize there was. Yeah, was they published thing. they published Power Wash Simulator. Yeah, it's a weird. Square's uh, yeah, weird. Square that's, is that's super <laughs> weird. <laughs> you know what though? It works. I mean, I, I, I do enjoy Power Wash Sim before it makes me nauseous. <laughs> so it's fun. Um, what, what, else? Oh. what else we got? So during the Super Bowl, mm -hmm. they had a new uh, Super Mario Brothers movie trailer, but it was a, a whole commercial. Yeah, it was pretty. It was interesting. Yeah, that was kind of cool because on top of that, it just hit our ear, our old ass ears, our us millennial ears, with the the Super Mario rap. Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> it was so cool. I think that um, and it gave you a website, like yeah. Super Mario 
Rose Plumbing or something. I forgot. It gave you a number, a phone number, and a website to check out. The website you go and you see they have all their whole advertisement on there. And if you call the number, you you get to hear some some voices on there, and it's really kind of cool. Yeah, it's Super Mario. I mean SMB as in Super Mario Bros. SMBplumbing.com. Ah. And, and the, the, yeah, there's a trailer, there's a phone number, the 929-55-MARIO. And then, and then when you call it, it's, it's Charlie Day's Luigi, you know, telling you to text the phone number and they'll respond immediately. I love it. It's little things like that that get me hyped for it. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. It's me, Mario. Oh my Jesus. <laughs> I like how it's, how it's Charlie Day, though, because they, they're know. still hiding that damn voice. Yes, they are. It's me, it's Mario. Horrible. Thanks for calling in. <laughs> oh God. Mm. Ah, damn it, Chris Pratt. Speaking of Super Mario, Saudi Arabia ups its stake in Nintendo again to become its biggest outside investor at seven point zero eight percent investment, which is about seven billion dollars. They love their video games. And it's like, this is causing controversy because people are stupid. They're like, oh, nobody's getting upset about Nintendo with this. But I'm like, yeah, because they're a publicly traded company and anybody can buy their stock. What They can't take mm-hmm. away stock from a, from a private entity that bought it. So mm-hmm. it is what it is. But it's kind of it's getting interesting. Saudi Arabia is like investing in entertainment, which is a little scary because they're very apparently oppressive uh, regime and there's a lot of bad stuff happening over there so it's something to keep an eye out um if you're into this type of stuff just thought i brought it bring it up because i just found it interesting like what yeah. like saudi Arabia is investing in nintendo like what is happening yeah. um yeah. apparently they own snk like um, like they're like the majority stakeholder in snk so a lot of people are like weirded oh. out by that yeah that's king of fighters and yeah stuff like that so it's like whoa huh. yeah like now, like you know, uh, people are feeling conflicted about playing the 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 Metal Slug uh, Tactics game that's supposed to come out at some point. And I'm like, you know what? This whole this whole world is full of shit. So it's like it's, it's shitty. So I'm gonna um, I'm gonna just play it. <laughs> probably. <laughs> probably. Um, and then uh, this uh, well, second to last big story of the week is uh, Hogwarts Legacy um that we were talking about before it actually in europe where they where they actually get you know get a physical sales uh physical and digital um so like a 56 percent higher than where the the sales for that game were 56 percent higher than elden ring the infamous and famous elden ring so that's a bit that's how big (laughs) harry potter is yeah that's huge you have a lot of people with the nostalgia from all the games and everything and then on top and it of makes that, sense what I was reading, like what people were saying, like to me, like, yeah, Elden Ring was a force to be reckoned with, but Harry Potter appeals to children and adults and, you exactly. know, people curious about it. So, you know, Elden Ring, children weren't buying Elden Ring. So to, to, to say it's 56% higher makes a lot of sense. That game is probably going to be one of the biggest. I was like, it's just printing money right now. And yeah. I get it. I get it. It's. It's, you know, it's not the craziest open world game. I mean, I haven't gotten that deep into it, if I'm being honest. But just what I've played so far, it's it's actually quite fun to just run around and zap shit as a wizard. Like, I don't know how to explain it, but it does <laughs> it does a lot of little things right that it just feels good to just do the things in it. And it's a different... You don't have t- enough wizard games like that. Yeah, so it, and it's it like... Definitely it definitely It's It's interesting in the sense that, like... Like that you have the main school, which is a massive building, but then the surrounding areas are like you can explore those two and they're massive. It's a huge map that I was I didn't I didn't scroll that far down. I was like, what happens? And I finally like zoomed out and scroll and it kept going. I was like, this is a big ass map. <laughs> so there's a lot they have to because you're gonna be flying on a broom. So they they, oh, they, they give you places to fly to, like you like legit like huge map it's crazy like i was really impressed by that but yeah um printing money that lots lots of money there's definitely lots of money in that and speaking of printing money speaking of printing money this kind of actually goes back to the the game pass uh topic we were talking about before so valheim one of our favorite games here on vgxl 
Um, Valheim is uh, where we're counting down to the Xbox and Xbox Game Pass release. They did release a trailer a day ago, yesterday, with with um, gameplay footage on the Xbox. Okay. And it looks it looks good. And the release date for that is March fourteenth. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah. So it looks good. Let's just. Uh... I'm sure it'll play fine on the freaking Xbox yeah. with multiplayer and everything. I'm sure like that's that. what's taking long. Yeah, first of all, like, yeah, they're probably tweaking the hell out of the game, make sure it runs real nice. But I'm sure, I'm sure they're trying to optimize it with the uh, the Mistlands update and whatnot. So I'm sure they're trying to just make it crossing their T's, dotting their eyes, making sure everything's nice and clean on there. Cross their eyes and dot their T's. Um, yep. Damn, see, so that, see that that is the other side of Game Pass. So the games that have financial like critical and uh financial success because 10 mm-hmm. million sold. So it's like then they took another bag from you know Microsoft to yep. put it on Game Pass. It's like they didn't yep. even have to do that, but it's like they why didn't. not grab another bag? You know, so go go good for them, man. Good yeah, for go it? Ahead. Iron, Gate? Iron Gate, yeah, coffee stain, yeah. Like good for them on on getting that game on there because yo, they made so much money from that. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. I know, I know. You know what? Just kind of off topic, just on the Game Pass, I'm a little disappointed that Party Animals is only showing up on Game Pass right now, and we're still waiting on that. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure it was maybe for that bag so they can help get their uh, production going. I'm because I know for some time there they were a lot of stuff that shows up on there. If it's not an Xbox exclusive, it's gonna probably be on Steam. It'll just be on Game. I know. I mean, eventually, but they don't even have any sort of. Oh, they don't have nothing on Steam. They have the the Steam page. I'm pretty sure they don't have a release date. I think it's still TBA on there. Yeah, but. I don't think it's going to be exclusive to, to, to Game Pass. I think it'll be we'll on see. both. We'll see. I'm just saying because a lot, of games, a lot of games do both. It's just that so many, they're not like Epic. Epic was like stopping people from being on Steam. It was like, no, if you're going to be here, you're only yeah. going to be here. And you're not, you know, which I think has finally stopped because I don't see that it's much like anymore. The jealous girlfriend. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's true. But like no. You ain't going to go on any other one. <laughs> I think the fact that they already had. Uh, First of all, I think they'd have to say it, but I think the fact that they already a lot of their fan base that's crying for this game is on is already on Steam. So I think it would be a big disservice if they really snub all those people for a Game Pass exclu- you know, exclusivity, unless yeah, Microsoft buys them. So I mean, you're right; it doesn't have the date, but who knows? I mean, I'll be surprised if it truly doesn't come out on the same mostly, day on Steam. Mostly because I'm I'm just uh, expressing my concern because, like I said, I'm I'm double checking on here. On Steam, it does say to be announced, but they didn't say that like fall 2023 it's coming to uh, Game Pass. Yeah, right, they could well. have something like that on Steam. No, you're right. They you're don't. right. I'm just saying. I I'll be I'll be kind of that'll be weird, and I'll be very surprised because almost every other game, even Microsoft's own games that release on game pass come out on steam like they don't even make their own games exclusive to to, to game pass so i don't yeah. see that i don't i don't think they make those kinds of deals that's so that's i it. hope not yeah because these people the people making recreate games should be taking my money <laughs> yeah that's a game i want to own a, yeah that's yes. a game i want to have it on my steam we're not deck. gonna waste our time on on no game pass i yeah. want to play that have game nights i want to beat all of your asses. Yeah, that game, Party Animals <laughs> is going to be the shit. I can't wait for that to come on. Yes, I can't wait for that. All right. <laughs> I think I think we covered everything we needed to cover this week. This was a great episode. I had sure, a yeah. great time. I did too. We finished around time. It was like an hour and three minutes. That's not, that's not, that's not half oh, bad, nice. I must say. It's good to be back. It is good to be back. Oh, you know what? I didn't even mention socials. So again, if you made oh. it, if you made it this far, <laughs> thank you. And uh, uh, definitely give us a follow at VGXL Podcast on Twitter or Video Games X Life everywhere else. Um, and where can we find you, Pfeffer? On Twitch, you can find me at Pfeffer. On Twitter, Pfeffer Plays. Instagram, I got my Pfeffer Plays back. 
one s one s all right <laughs> and it's on um, tiktok for plays we'll be um i'll be coming back from my hiatus very soon keep a lookout on those socials i will definitely announce it but um you'll see me on here for the time being oh yeah you streaming next week you streaming on Maybe. tuesday I- i'll i don't know i'll let you know i'll all let right. you know follow the socials and you'll find out right <laughs> All right, and again, what was uh, what games are you looking forward to? Are you going to be playing uh, Power Wash Simulator with that Midgar uh, DLC or Wild Hearts? Or are you going to wait for that? Are you going to are you excited for the Tetris movie uh, once you watch it? Are you excited for Lies yes. of P coming out in August? Uh, let yes. us know. Give us some information. Comment on the YouTube video or send you know hit me up on Twitter and scream at me, please. I like the yeah. attention. And don't forget, Pale Beyond is coming out soon. With fellow traveler, that one All looks right. fun check it out all right and uh, oh yeah that's it it's a great way to stay in shape good night ciao bye later under dusty wait how do i stop this thing (laughs) (laughs) this is the show that doesn't end and it ends